with the fifth edition. Join our various gaming groups as we play the fifth edition of Dungeons and Dragons. And maybe just hang out and chat about gaming in general. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, a sign to Ragnarok story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Hey guys, welcome back to Creative Flame Podcast Network. Jim here. And Kelly. We are here with the D&D 30-Day Challenge, which is ridiculous now that it's run into the RPG a day. 30 days of madness. Thank God we only have like 10 days left of the 30-Day Challenge. Yeah, the overlap is brutal. The overlap is brutal, but it's fun. So today is the 20th day of the D&D 30-Day Challenge. And the prompt for the day is your favorite humanoid slash Faye. And I'm pretty sure both you and I are both going with Faye because, you know. Well, I'm going with one that is technically classified as both. Bom, bom, bom. Depends on, you know, because they just released the one book um, that changes some classifications. So 5e, you know, it's like, okay. So like the changeling. Like a little while ago, it was a humanoid. <laughs> now, apparently, they're classifying it as fey. <laughs> so it's like, whoa, there you go. <laughs> it is true. In the new multiverse book, they've kind of tweaked a bunch of races, like goblins, bugbears, and hobgoblins now clap count as fey instead of just humanoids. Yeah. It is interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, and of course, because... It allows you to, I mean, you're not evil like a doppelganger, which mm-hmm. they hate, by the way, you yep. know, with their lore and stuff. Um, uh, but it, it adds a, an extra level of, you know, diff, I wouldn't, I don't want to say difficulty, like an extra level of challenge to playing it because, or freedom, I guess you could say, because you can be any character mm-hmm. with a changeling. You're not just restricted to one, but it is kind of interesting to try and keep to your um, the the backgrounds and your your per- the flaws, bonds, and you know those types of things while being different people. Yeah, that's true. You know, keeping your your core the same, but uh, branching out into your plume de noms or nom de plume. <laughs> Yeah, so that's why I decided to go with Changeling, because 
You get both. But I will make a specific call out to the new changes that I'm intrigued about and I'm interested in. Because, <laughs> you mean, I can play a fairy? <laughs> you can play a I'm little like, tiny fairy now. I can be a pixie or a fairy. And, you know, you can have wings, different types of wings and stuff. So, mm, I am uh, calling me Color me intrigued. Um, I may uh, be looking into one of those as the next possible too. I mean, I know <laughs> I've 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 been dying to try a fire genasi, um, but uh, uh, you know me, I like to try different races and classes as long as it's not generic human. <laughs> I live that every day. Let me try something <laughs> different. <laughs> I mean, not only does the uh, nice uh, pixie and sprite get some cool fairy things, but uh, the uh, fey wild aspect for races of the wild beyond the witch light gives you the access to fairies, which uh, is pretty cool. And they get fairy magic. I do like they mm -hmm. get druid craft right off the bat. So you have this cool druid cantrip. And at third level, they get fairy fire, which is really, really kind of ironic. Mm -hmm. But at fifth level, they get enlarge, reduce. Yeah. So that way they can totally use equipment they find with their big folk friends. Oh, and speaking of producing stuff, oh, one of the interesting changes that they did do to the changelings with the new one is the fact that when you create the character, you are given the choice. You can make a small Oh, Race, that's right. You can choose to be small or medium. Mm -hmm. As opposed to so, the old Eberron version. Was where you're just human medium. size. Yeah, you can only do, so that means you could only transform to, but now say you could have a halfling size changeling. Of course, that does restrict you to only mm -hmm. uh, changing, you know, into uh, small creature personas. But you have the choice with this one. And that totally means that your changeling might be living amongst goblins or halflings mm -hmm. or kobolds. Yeah. They, you know, those types of things. There's lots of good and evil small races that you can mm -hmm. copy. Yeah, or pixies. Or pixies. <laughs> but I think so, they're tiny. Well, well, okay, yeah. So then the pixies are the, or I thought the sprites were the teeny tiny ones. Or uh, I, I could be, I could be totally off on, you know, because fairy sprites, pixies have often used, uh, you know, interchangeably, but in the new uh, races, they're actually specifically different. Yeah, they actually give you that, uh, whether you want like a brownie or a, a, uh -huh. a pixie. Uh, they say the pixies is the smaller. The pixies is the small, okay. Uh, much like the smaller pixie and sprites. Yeah. So uh, I, I am intrigued about playing that. Could you just imagine, you know, just just imagine a pixie paladin, mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> oh, you could totally have a cool adventure totally spun around the pixies. Like you pick like a hag or something like that as the big bad that's attacking your, your commune of fairies. And you could have an awesome adventure playing teeny tiny folks. Exactly. Come on, what would be more deadly than a pixie bard? <laughs> or a pixie sword mage? Yeah. It's just, it, 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 it. And then you play him like toot. 
Oh, I love it when you do that. The two character from uh, yes, the Lord. Zylord. <laughs> oh my God, I love that when you make that voice. Yes, and I will totally name drop that uh, Jim Butcher just released a Dresden Files novella. Ooh. That is available on Amazon or Audible.com. Hmm. Though I did not want to buy it for $20 for only three hours of reading. Mm, a no, bit of an audio much. snob in that regard. Yeah, that's a bit much. Of course, it did just come out. So if it's anything like his other short stories for Dresden, they're usually really good. Cool. Now, if only he'll come out with the next book. <laughs> so, of course, for my favorite Faye, I'm going to go back to what I used to enjoy playing back in fourth edition, which is the Aladrin, which is your, you know, mm. if if the high elf. elves were the uh-huh. elves that came to the world and focused on arcane and if the wild elves were the ones that came to this world and focused on communing with nature, the Eladrin are the feyest of the elves ever. And of course, like in the last update, they kind of come out and say that Eladrin are the the pinnacle of what elves were, the, the first race of elves, basically. The high elves. Yep. And they're very transmutable. Like uh, they kind of. In the uh, Mordecai book, talk about they could swap genders as as they need. But in 5th edition, the Eladrin are closely tied to the Feywild. As such, when you make it an Eladrin, you pick a season, and that is what you are bound with. Oh, sort of like the the... elemental Fey. Oh, see, that's interesting. You Mm -hmm. actually have the... The summer, the winter, and the uh, courts and such, as in, you know. Mm-hmm. So when you pick your Aladrin, your autumn, winter, spring, or summer, when you finish a long rest, you can actually change the season, which is interesting. Oh, that is So you can constantly evolve. So just to give you an idea, when you're autumn, uh, at uh, third level, you have face step, which is a bonus action teleport. It's totally misty step, which is what the fourth edition Aladrin had which is a uh, shorter long rest recharge, which is great because it gives you teleporty powers. But when you reach third level, your face step gains an additional effect depending on your season. If you're autumn, after you face step, up to two creatures of your choice that you can see within 10 feet of you must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be charmed by you for one minute. So you beguile. If you're winter, when you use your face step, one creature of your choice that is within five feet of you before you teleport must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be frightened of you until the end of your next turn. Because hmm. you're, you're dark fae, you know, you're unseely court. And then if you're spring, when you use your face step, you can touch one willing character within five feet of you, and that creature teleports instead of you, appearing in an unoccupied space of your choice, up to 30 feet away. So spring is totally about getting your friends out of there. I could totally see a paladin using that to evacuate their friend without provoking attack of opportunity. And then Hmm. for summer, immediately after you use face step, each creature of your choice that you can see within five feet of you takes fire damage equal to your charisma modifier. Wow. So as you come, because the concept is sort of like in fourth edition that you slip into Feywild and you teleport out of Feywild. So when you pop out some summer's heat, just flash burns everybody. And then, of course, you know, the different, uh, depending on which one you start with, there's some personality traits 
for what what your flaw is and your personality trait is for depending on each season which is cute and of course you know just like typical elves they they don't sleep instead they meditate and for your let's see what else do they have i think that's it except you of course have advantage on saving throws against being charmed and magic can't put you to sleep and you gain proficiency in perception and you have dark vision because you are accustomed to the twilight forests and the night sky you have superior vision in dark and dim conditions pretty much all elves have dark vision yeah and uh yeah yeah standard elf fare you know plus two to dex plus one charisma uh eladrin that embrace good or evil take their benefits to extremes serving as great champions of justice or terrifying villains <laughs> and of course eladrin are great because they can totally fill in for almost evil any seely or unseely fey characters you need eladrin totally fit the bill just gonna throw that one out there Because they are whimsical like the seasons. <laughs> you know which season I would pick. What? No, you know. Oh, I know. Think about it. It would have been autumn. Oh, and uh, I did did skip something as I was flipping through here. Um, when you align yourself with the season's magic, you lose the cantrip associated with the previous season, but you gain a cantrip associated with your new season. So... You have, let's see, autumn, you have the cantrip of friends, winter, you have chill touch, spring, minor illusion, and summer firebolt. So you can constantly shoot off firebolts. Cool. So, uh... Definitely give the Eladrin a look-see because they are a really fun race to play. And it totally works for, like, like we joked with the fairies, the sword mage, your magic elf swordsman. Totally works with them. A paladin of the ancient ways. So you have that nature paladin along with the Eladrin abilities. And, of course, you know, any wizard could totally tweak into an Eladrin. Or, oh, yeah. Or the ultimate scary one. An Eladrin fey warlock. <laughs> you totally get the Goblin King. And then you steal the babe. I totally thought you'd say the babe with the power. The babe with what power? Power voodoo. You do who do. You do what? Remind me of the babe. <laughs> <laughs> I saw my baby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, guys, so that is some of our favorite Fae. Make sure that you both use Fae in-game and play with some Fae, because, you know, it's just good to, you know, every way around. And, of course, now you can totally play a Hobgoblin who uses Fae instead of Hobgoblin Monstrosity. Of course, now that totally explains how bugbears have proficiency with stealth when they're eight-foot murder bears. <laughs> That has always been our joke, that the bugbear is this big, eight-foot-tall, scary goon who apparently is really good at sneaking. It's all because they have the advantage of murdering you from hiding. D&D uh, &D drop bears. <laughs> <laughs> 
The bugbears are the Care Bears from Hell. <laughs> or apparently the Feywild. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Thank you for joining us. And tomorrow we're going to do something that's totally, totally D&D based. Which is, by the way, your favorite dragon. Color mm -hmm. and type. I, I already know what my favorite dragon is. I'm just going to say. Alrighty. So we'll save that for tomorrow. Have a good night, guys. Thank you for listening to D&D Journey of the 5th Edition, a member of the Creative Play and Podcast Network. Please follow us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash cppn to never miss a show or stream.